Do you wait for everything to be perfect and lined up straight before you make a choice? How hard are you trying to get everything in your life right? What if jumping in and getting messy is one of the ways to find out what works for you? Discover how being willing to mess up can create the phenomenal life you truly desire. Get ready to quit judging and start embracing all of your messy adventures. Now, here's your host, self-declared messy living expert, Katrina Fava. Hi, and welcome to the show. My name is Katrina Fava. I'm the host of Messy Adventures in Living. Yes, I am your messy living expert for the next hour and any other time you want to connect with me. I always laugh when I hear that. So um, a little bit about me. I'm um, I'm a registered nurse. I live in Toronto and I am a pediatric nurse here at uh, SickKids Hospital. I've been doing that for about 19 years. Um, I am also a mom of three great kids. They are 12 and 9 and 6 and they are awesome and they push me always to looking at uh, inward and looking at myself and looking at what's working and what's not working and I love it it's great um I also am an access consciousness bars and body process facilitator there's some great tools uh, from a modality called access consciousness that I learned about about six or seven years ago um and I've been using them to create um to create my life um the way I would like it to be and um I've also started to share the tools with others and so we will be talking about some of the tools on the show. Um, if you've never heard of it and you want to check it out, there's a website, accessconsciousness.com. Um, tools about creating your life, um, being in the question, and it's coming out of conclusion and uh, being in charge of your life and creating it rather than, than being at the effect of it. Really cool, interesting stuff. Um, I also like to play with my hands in the kitchen, making some uh, 100% natural uh, body products. And um, you can find those at naturallyhappybody.com. Uh, I'm an author. I've contributed chapters in books. Um, one of them is called Creations, Conscious Fertility, Conception, Pregnancy, and Birth. And the other one is Possibilities in Parenting, where I contributed a chapter called Toolbox for Bullied Kids. And... I also have written in The Power of Releasing Judgment. Um, all of those you can find on Amazon.com. So that's just a little snippet of me and some of the things that I like to play with in my life. Um, thanks for checking us out today. So glad that you're here. Thanks for listening. Thanks for uh, jumping in the chat room. Um, thanks for listening in the future. Get ready to take a look at everything in your life that's a wall to your happiness and a barrier to having the life that you truly desire. That's what we like to do, and that's what we like to play with here uh, on Messy Adventures in Living. We will be taking all the tr things that you've bought as truths over your life, all the things you've never questioned, and all the lies that you're using to create your life and blast them right out of the way so that you can get in the driver's seat of your life. Where have you been sitting? Have you been sitting in the passenger seat all this time and reacting to whatever's showing up? Do you think, um, do you believe that life happens to you and that you're here to make the best of it, make the best of whatever gets thrown at you? Are you creating your life by making choices and then judging them or beating yourself up for making the wrong choices so that you feel like you're navigating through the shit that's happening because of your bad choices. And, you know, if you are, how much fun is it? 
um, is there something inside you, even if it's really, really deep, deep and covered, that knows that something else, something greater is possible? You know, somewhere have you decided that a fabulous life is just not the hand you got dealt? Such a crock of shit, you guys. Life just, it doesn't just happen to you. You're the creator of your own life. Um, it's, and notice that I, I didn't say you can be the creator of your own life. So on Messy Adventures and Living, I'm not here to tell you, hey, you can be the creator of your own life. Well, I might tell you that. But actually, you have been the creator of your life right until this minute. So if you're not enjoying what you've created so far, what choices can you make now? Right? And what if your willingness to make messy choices, not perfect choices, is the key to creating a life that's beyond your imagination? So I invite you over the next hour uh, to lower your barriers to yourself and take an honest look at what you have been creating, you have been creating with your beliefs and take an honest look at what your conclusions about life have created and consider questioning everything instead. That's what I invite you to here on Messy Adventures in Living every time. So, okay, let's get to today's topic. Um, what are we talking about today? So, celebrating discomfort. So, how uncomfortable are you with discomfort? Are you waiting for a choice to feel good? before you choose it. Sometimes choices are uncomfortable, but discomfort can be a really exciting space of change and new creation. If only we didn't judge it and try to get rid of it so quickly. If only we didn't try to get rid of that discomfort so quickly. So what is so uncomfortable for you that it makes you want to just crawl out of your skin? And now, truth is your greatness hiding in there? Is it hiding in all those things, in all those places that are super uncomfortable for you? So what what is this bringing up for you? I would like to know what comes up for you when you um, think of what's uncomfortable in your life. Like, you know, why did you click, click play on this show? What is it about this that you would like to change? Um, and let's explore that today. So here's what um, prompted me to create this show. I have been looking a lot at something lately in my own life um, (laughs) over the last many, I'm not even going to say over the last six years that I found the tools of access. I'm going to just say pretty much my whole life. So there's something in in my life that um, I decided was wrong about me as a young child. And um, I just I decided it was wrong about me. I was told it was wrong about me. And it's the it's my thing. It's the thing that I've been trying to change forever. And so, you know, I, I've always sought out personal growth types of books and always, since I was a kid, really looking to expand myself and to create something greater for myself. But this thing has been the, the thing that I've labeled as the problem that needs to be fixed in my life. And that if I could just fix this thing, everything else would be perfect. And so I um, have been asking questions about it, and I've been um, taking asking questions about it in classes that I go to, and I've been doing clearings, um, which are tools from from Access Consciousness. You know, doing clearings, um, asking questions, trying to clear it, getting my bars run, um, you know, getting body processes done. And it's the thing, and I've changed so many amazing things in my life 
since finding these tools, and this one thing is just not budging. And I started to realize that actually the reason, one of the reasons that it's not changing is because, so, you know, it's a really easy thing. Like, there's, it's this thing that if I told you what it was, you'd be like, oh my God, Petrina, you could just do, you could choose A, you could choose B, you could choose C, and it would be over. Like, you have these three choices, it would be really easy. Like, it's, it's ridiculous. And so I look at my options and I look at my choices and I don't like any of them. Um, because all of them are uncomfortable for me. And I've really started to realize that I am just so unwilling to do something that's uncomfortable. And so that's why I decided to do this show today, because I'd really like to explore what it is about discomfort that we avoid so much. So I posted um, in the Facebook um, group, sorry, the Facebook uh, event for this show. So if you're new to Messy Adventures in Living, you can check out um, Messy Adventures in Living on Facebook. Um, and I always create a event for the show, and I like to post little tidbits that I find or awarenesses that come up in the event. So um, it's really fun to join and see what's in there. Um, I posted a video that I saw actually that I was shown at work. Um, I teach uh, nursing. I teach uh, a group of nursing students, and I um, we just started the semester, and I, I was shown this video about stress. And um, I forgot the name of the rabbi, but it's a, it's a, a video that a, a rabbi is talking about um, about stress and and what what we're missing when we when we uh, consider stress to be wrong. And he tells the story of lobsters and how lobsters, because they're soft, they're a soft animal that lives in a hard shell, um, that the, the, they grow until they feel discomfort. And then when they start to feel discomfort, they go and hide under a rock at the bottom of the ocean so they won't be eaten by predators. And they shed their hard shell and they grow a new one. And and then a bigger one. And so then they grow some more. And then when that shell becomes uncomfortable, they shed it and they grow a new one so that they can continue to grow even though the shell is rigid. And and so, you know, he was looking at how much we don't do that. And he said something really funny, which was, um, you know, if lobsters went to doctors, they would never grow because, you know, they feel discomfort. And so then they go to the doctor and the doctor says, here, have some Valium. Here, have some Percocet. And then the lobster feel be- feels better and it never grows. And, you know, he tells it much funnier than I do. <laughs> so if um, if you'd like to check it out, um, it's uh, on the Messy Adventures in Living Facebook page. I've posted it there. But it really struck me and I was like, wow, yeah, you know, how much do we make discomfort wrong instead of using it as the stimulus for growth? Um, so what, oh, I'm just looking at it in the chat room. Um, what, what would it take, what would it take to get comfortable with my uncomforts of my body? Yeah. Um, so we're going to look at bodies and that's, that's one of the, one of the big areas that we're unwilling to feel uncomfortable with. So, you know, what are the areas that, are 
in your life that are uncomfortable? What are some things that are uncomfortable for you? Pain is definitely one of them. And, you know, I posted this uh, exact video on my personal page as well, and I got a response from someone that said, um, yeah, this is cute, and I know you're well-meaning, but, um, you know, you wouldn't tell someone who's having a heart attack to just embrace their discomfort and not go to the hospital and not take medication. And... And I'm really grateful that she posted that because that's that's not at all what the intention of this message is. So this is what celebrating discomfort is not, okay? So celebrating discomfort is not accepting a shitty situation and deciding that you can't do anything about it. That's not what celebrating discomfort is. Mm, celebrating discomfort is not negating your awareness about what's required to change something. So if you're having pain in your body, if you're having chest pain and it's a heart attack, you don't need to, you know, say, oh, I'm going to just be with this discomfort and, um, you know, I'm just going to be with the discomfort. That's all. I'm just going to celebrate my discomfort. No, that's not what I'm saying. You don't need to negate your awareness about what's required to change it. So if you're having pain in your body, Instead of resisting the discomfort or even labeling it as wrong, which is what we've learned to do with discomfort, right? We've, we've learned since we were small children that discomfort is wrong and that it's something to be soothed away. So if you're having pain in your body, you could ask a question like, what am I aware of? What awareness is this? And then ask some questions about how to change it. So what have you what have you decided what have you labeled as pain? What have you labeled as discomfort that actually isn't? And what if everything that's going on in your body is actually awareness? Um and then when you know the thing is that when you know that it's awareness, then you can choose to respond to it. And make some choices rather than react. Because kind of a lot of what we do with discomfort is then react, um, react to, react to the wrongness of it, and then try to cover it up. Um, so what else is celebrating discomfort? Not celebrating discomfort is not forgetting to ask questions. Um, you don't have to forget to ask questions about how to change something to celebrate your discomfort. Um, celebrating discomfort is not. Believing that stress is the only way to grow or expand or to change, right? There's lots of ways to grow and expand and change, not just discomfort. Um, play, fun, joys, those are all ways to expand your life. There's a difference between inviting stress into your life because you hold the belief that that's the way to, you know, achieve enlightenment and having the willingness to be uncomfortable, you can you can have the willingness to be uncomfortable, but you don't have to go so far to the other extreme where you believe that the only way to grow is to have stress in your life so that it's like one stressful thing after the other, after the other, after the other, because somewhere you bought the belief that, um, you know, stress is what's going to make you grow. So... So let's clear some of the energy there, okay? So um, everywhere you have been using stress stressful situations, um, conflict, pain in your body, to everywhere you've been using that to create change or to create expansion, 
because somewhere you locked into your body or you locked into your universe or you're somewhere you're holding on to the firm belief that stress is the only way you can grow, will you destroy and uncreate all of that? Awesome. <laughs> right, wrong, good and bad, pot and puck, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. So um, that thing that I just said is called the Access Consciousness Clearing Statement. Um, it is a tool that you can use when a whole bunch of energy comes up around um, a topic and um, I'll ask you, would you be willing to destroy and uncreate it? So this is not about, uh, again, this is not about soothing something uncomfortable for you. This is about actually destroying it and that's what the clearing statement does. Um, if you would like to know more about it, there it actually has its own website, um, theclearingstatement.com. You can go there and check it out and it explains all of the words and what it means. So we are going to take a break. Um, you're listening to Messy Adventures in Living on a zen.fm We're talking about celebrating discomfort today. Um, don't go anywhere. We will be right back. Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't even think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert Katrina Fava every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 Central, 7 Mountain, and 6 Pacific on A2Zen.fm. How much more expansive would your life be if you were willing to get messy with your choices? What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world and to like yourself a lot more? Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question. Always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. Beingyouclass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? beingyouclass.com You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255 In Canada, 613-800-8736 In the U.K., 033-0001-0625 Or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at PetrinaFava.com. Now, here's Petrina with more messy adventures. 
Hey, welcome back to Messy Adventures in Living. I'm your host, Petrina Fava. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for being here. Thank you to all of you in the chat room for coming to play with me. Um, if you would like to play, we are um, on a2zen.fm. I, you probably know that because you're listening right now. <laughs> Um, if you're listening to the live show, you can jump into the chat room. There's a, a link at the top of the screen that says chat room. Just click it, and then you'll be prompted to um, add a username, and you can log in. Um, you can call in with questions. You can call in to chat. You can call in to have a conversation with me. I always love that. Um, it's so much fun to play with you. Um, you can uh, call with your phone or call by Skype, and the numbers are listed on the A to Z website. Or you can check out Messy Adventures and Living Facebook page, and all the numbers are there. Okay. So today we're talking about celebrating discomfort. And before we went to break, we were talking about what celebrating discomfort is actually not. And what if we, you know, what ideas do we have about what celebrating discomfort means? Like, you know, what do you, what is, what does that bring up for you when I say celebrating discomfort? Um, so we talked about how celebrating discomfort does not mean you have to accept a shitty situation and just decide that there's nothing you can do about it. That's not what this is. This is not about, oh, well, you know, this is life. I should just celebrate the discomfort or just be okay with the discomfort because, you know, what can I do about it? No, <laughs> that's not what this is. Um, it's not about negating your awareness. It's not about forgetting to ask questions. And it's not about never asking for help. And it doesn't mean that you don't have to that you have to do anything on your own. Um, you know, we'll talk about talking about life lessons again. I saw some, talk, someone talking about how um, someone said, "I'm so tired of this saying that everything happens for a reason." And I thought, "Wow, what's the underlying energy there?" Because in Access, we talk a lot about what's right. Asking the question, you know, what's right about this? I'm not getting. Um, but asking what's right about this I'm not getting has a really different energy than everything happens for a reason. Can you perceive that? Everything happens for a reason. What's right about this I'm not getting? Everything everything happens for a reason. What's right about this I'm not getting? There, there are different energies. And everything happens for a reason, for me anyways, has really an energy of... Um, just acceptance and, you know, kind of like, okay, throwing it, like, I don't know what's going on, but I guess there's something important here for me to get. I don't know what it is. Hopefully I'll find out in a few hundred years. <laughs> what's right about this I'm not getting is a question. And a question is empowering. And what's right about this I'm not getting is a question that invites you, invites you to have the awareness of the gift that something might be. So you can ask that question when you feel uncomfortable about something. What's right about this I'm not getting? It's it's active, right? Does that make any sense to you? Like when you ask that question, what's right about this I'm not getting, it feels active to me. It's like, okay, I can already feel the change shifting. I can already feel the change coming. Um, whereas, oh, I guess everything happens for a reason is just a dead stop energy for me. It's like, okay, I'm just going to sit down and accept that this is happening and, you know, hopefully God will or the universe will let me know what the lesson is here. That's not what we're talking about today. That's not celebrating discomfort. Celebrating discomfort is about getting excited um, about seeing where you're still functioning from conclusion. Celebrating discomfort is about getting excited that now you're seeing all the places you're still holding on the lies. Um, celebrating discomfort is being happy that you're you're aware that you're still being triggered by something. 
um, that you, you still have junk locked into your body from the past, especially if it's a physical discomfort. So celebrating discomfort is just about getting excited that this is an opportunity to change. So everywhere you have made discomfort wrong, everywhere you are shrinking away from discomfort, everywhere you're contracting in discomfort, instead of seeing the gift that it is offering you, will you destroy and create all that? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Um, so uh, just a question in the chat room. Uh, what is the belief behind the thinking of here's another uncomfortable condition in my body, sinus, cold, flu, virus, teeth problems. What is the underlying belief behind the thinking of here's another under, uncomfortable condition in my body? Okay, is it kind of like, oh, here we go. Here's another, here's another problem in my body. So what is your body aware of that you're unwilling to acknowledge? What awareness are you unwilling to receive? Um, it's a question that I, I heard a while ago, and I love it. Wh every time I have something going on in my body, I use that one now. Like, what awareness am I not willing to receive here? Because by the time you have pain, your body is screaming at you. How long has your body been gently inviting you into something different? Or, you know, gently poking you? Hey, over here. And, you know, how much are you? have you been negating that awareness or refusing to receive it? Is there something that you really don't want to look at because it's uncomfortable? And so now your body's screaming at you. And change, thank you. <laughs> you just took the words right out of my mouth, Eleanor. Change. Yes, that's exactly it. That's so much of what's underneath all of this, I think. You know, we are so uncomfortable with discomfort because it means things are changing. Um, do you guys have somebody in your family that's like the peacekeeper? Um, somebody who just always wants to smooth things over, someone who doesn't like it when people fight, and and so you're always trying to please people and keep the peace. Um, I actually just did something of like that this very weekend with my family. I did that exact thing, um, you know. But we all have this person in our family that is the one who's always trying to smooth things over and like always trying to make sure that people are not fighting and that there's no conflict. What's the underlying energy there? The underlying energy is that we don't want things to change. We love things the way they are so much. And we think that the way things are right now is so perfect. So we don't want it to change. So every time there's a little bit of discomfort, we try and smooth it over. Keep it the same. Keep it the same. And so how much of that is control? Like how much of it is fear and also how much of it is, is control? Huge resistance to change. Yes, Eleanor. So resistance to change for what reason? What is it about change that we've decided is wrong? What's going on in the universe that's, that's you know, that's fighting change? Like how many energies are, are in the world, in the universe right now that are trying to keep everything the same, that are trying to keep unconsciousness in place? And are you really willing to let all of them have that control? So what else is possible? Yeah. Um, resistance to change is painful. 
um, I read a quote by, I think, Gary Douglas, who is the founder of Access Consciousness, that says, um, change is not painful. Your resistance to change is painful. And I love that so much. Change isn't painful. It's the resistance to change that's painful. There's... Um, uh, sorry, um, we were just talking about control and fear and, you know, have you decided that you have the best of something so you're going around smoothing everything over but so that you don't lose it, so that you don't lose that thing that you've decided is the best but what if the discomfort is an invitation to having something even greater that you haven't considered with your mind? Right? It's not just about judging it so that you can see the gift that may be there that you'll miss if you try to rescue yourself from the discomfort. How many gifts is discomfort offering you? How many gifts of change is discomfort offering you that you're refusing because you're always trying to rescue yourself from the discomfort? Okay, um... Oh, it's not time. I thought it was time for a break, but it's not. Actually, let's take a break. Um, yeah, let's go to break. You are listening to Messy Adventures in Living. I'm Petrina Favo. We're talking about celebrating discomfort today. Um, don't go anywhere. We'll be back and talking about more. Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't even think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert Katrina Fava. Every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 Central, 7 Mountain, and 6 Pacific on A2Zen.fm. How much more expansive would your life be if you were willing to get messy with your choices? Do you know a child who is frustrated and disruptive in class, who struggles to connect, who's bright but still not making the grade? Have you ever wished that there were a kinder, gentler way to support children with difficulties in school or at home? Many children find Access Bars is benefiting them greatly. A study is being conducted to document findings in an effort to assist kids everywhere with these life-changing benefits. Will you donate and help to assist kids thrive? Visit www.accessyourbrilliance.com to support our study. What else is possible for kids now more than ever? You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, in Canada 613-800-8736, in the U.K. 033-0001-0625, or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at PetrinaFava.com. Now, here's Petrina with more Messy Adventures. 
Hey, welcome back to Messy Adventures in Living. I'm your host, Petrina Fava. We are talking about um, celebrating discomfort today. So thanks for being here. So grateful for all of your contributions. Even if you're listening in the future, please know that um, you listening, um, you thinking about this topic and wondering about it and playing with us even in the future contributes to everything that we're talking about today and all the energies that are coming up. So, so grateful. Thank you. Um, so before we went to break, we're talking about um, physical discomfort, pain, um, and celebrating that kind of discomfort and looking at um, all the places that we try to smooth over our pain because we are not interested in change. And a great quote from Gary Douglas, who's the founder of Access, that I love is, uh, change is not painful. The resistance to change is painful. So how much pain are you creating in your body by resisting change? And everything that is... Um, will you destroy and uncreate it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, call, night, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Okay, so I have a, a really great story about this as well that I'd like to contribute. Uh, just recently, a couple of weeks ago, I was um, working out at the gym, and this is new for me, so I've only been working out for a couple of months. I've completely resisted going to the gym my entire life, but that's a whole other story. Um, and I go now, and it's actually really fun for me. What a conclusion I had. So I was um, at the gym. I'd been working out a little over an hour and went to take a shower. And I was in the shower, and I started to feel, my body started to feel shaky. And um, so I have this sensation that I've had many times in the past that I've decided is low blood sugar. So a long time ago, I started to have this sensation that um, was diagnosed as low blood sugar. And ever since then, I completely like grabbed onto that diagnosis and owned it. You know, I go around telling people all the time that I, you know, easily drop my blood sugars when I don't eat in the morning and all of this stuff. So I was in the shower and I was I was having these, these sensations that uh, felt similar to low blood sugar, but not quite exactly. Um, after having like really done a lot of cardio, like an hour, an hour and 15 minutes of cardio, and so I was asking questions, and I was asking these questions. Body, how can I change this? Body, how can we change this? Um, you know, body, what do you require? How can we change this, body? What do you require? Those are the questions I was asking. I skipped a bunch, though. <laughs> I skipped, what is this? Because I already decided what it was. I decided it was low blood sugar. <laughs> I didn't ask, hey, body, what is this? So did you know that you can actually ask your body um, for some awareness around what's going on with it. I'd never asked what it was. I skipped that whole part. I decided that it was low blood sugar, which of course was is a wrongness because it feels terrible and oh my God, my body needs sugar so I have to eat something and I have nothing in my bag. Um, you know, and I was even asking my body things like, hey body, um, you know, I don't have food in my bag but you can, you know, can you take the energy that you require whatever's in the environment, which is a cool tool that I've been playing with um, and that works great. But the thing is that I labeled the sensation. I judged the sensation. Like there was no doubt in my mind that that was low blood sugar because I had experienced it in the past and I know what it felt like and this felt similar. And, you know, I just worked out. So, of course, I have low blood sugar because I just burned a whole bunch of energy and I didn't eat properly before I came and judgment, 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 conclusion, conclusion, conclusion. So I was standing in the shower asking these conclusion loaded questions <laughs> and I suddenly got the awareness that I was... I was judging the sensation as wrong. And so what if that sensation that I was feeling was something else, something exciting, like, um, you know, my cells vibrating? I mean, that might sound ridiculous, but 
that that little bit of shakiness, like what if it wasn't wrong? What if that was my body burning fat? You know, what if that was my cells vibrating that I could perceive? I I can't receive the gift of that if I already have a judgment in place about what the sensation is and that the sensation is wrong. There's so how many sensations um in our body do we judge as wrong? Do we judge as sickness? Do we judge as something that has to be fixed that are not? Like what what magic lies within our body that we're not willing to be aware of or that we never even consider as possible because we've been taught that when we have a sensation in our body that it's uncomfortable and that it should be fixed and that it should be medicated and that it should be, you know, if something is wrong, so you have to go to the doctor. How much of our body's magic are we labeling as disease? How much of our body's magic are we labeling as discomfort and then, you know, placating it, smoothing it over and then missing the gifts of it all? Right? How many things have you labeled? How many physical sensations have you labeled as wrongnesses that are actually magic? And would you willing to be would you be willing to stop that now? Would you be willing to ask, "Hey body, what is this? What do I do with it?" So everything that brings up everything that is, will you destroy and uncreate it all? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and puck, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyonds. What awareness is this is an amazing question to ask when anything comes up in your body. And now I've been adding this one. What awareness is this that I am unwilling to receive? What awareness is this that I have been unwilling to receive? By the time you are having pain, your body is screaming at you. What are you labeling as discomfort that actually isn't? What are you labeling as discomfort that's actually magic? Everywhere you're misidentifying and misapplying discomfort, sorry, magic as discomfort. Everywhere you are misidentifying, misapplying your body's magic as discomfort that needs to be medicated away, will you destroy and create all that? Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and punk, all nine, shorts, boys and beyonds. Awesome. So what else? Um, oh, I wanted to talk about, okay, so when you ask a question about what you're aware of with your body, then you can ask about what's required. So, you know, hey, body, um, do you require medication? Do you require going to a hospital? Or, you know, do you require homeopathic? Hey, do you require moving to somewhere that's near the ocean? You know, a postpartum depression um, is just kind of in my awareness today, and you know, how much wrongness is there in the discomfort of postpartum depression? Like, how much do we make PPD wrong in this reality? How wrong does the person feel that is um, having this going on in their life? So what are they actually aware of? And if they didn't make themselves wrong and other people didn't make them wrong, and we asked what's required, you know, if you asked what's required and you got the awareness that your body says, hey, you know, I don't like living in this cold climate, can we go live by the ocean? Can we move to another country? You know, if you decide that something is wrong and then do the whole go-to thing of this reality, which is to medicate, you're missing hundreds of possibilities. If you're having, if you, you are experiencing something and you ask what's required and you get the awareness that your body really wants to move to the ocean, for example, you might 
like, you know, how many of us would go to, oh, my God, that's so ridiculous. That's so unrealistic. I can't just pick up and go. You know, actually, yes, you can. You know, the more we have the unwillingness to be uncomfortable, the, the more we have, we just, we have this need for things to be the same. We have this need to protect those around us. We're so unwilling to trust our awareness and make the big choices. We'd rather just, um, you know, placate the discomfort, soothe away the discomfort, medicate the discomfort so that we can return to the same life that we had before the discomfort. But the discomfort is trying to propel you forward into more greatness. The discomfort is saying, hey, oh my God, if we move to the ocean, we could have the most phenomenal life. And I know it feels really weird, and I know that the change, that your resistance to this change is really so uncomfortable, and it means you might have to leave your parents, and it means, you know, it's a lot of work to pack up and go, and it means you might have to sell all your belongings. But the discomfort is saying to you, hey, I'm trying to invite you to this. I'm trying to invite you to this greatness. What change are you asking for that's actually showing up, but you're refusing? to receive it because it doesn't fit your judgment of of that it needs to be comfortable. What is our need for things to stay the same to stay the same? You know, are we trying to control the outcome? Do we have a judgment about what the outcome should be? You know, how much are we not asking what else is possible that I haven't considered? Um <clears throat> Um, okay, so bodies screaming, <laughs> bodies screaming, what awareness are you refusing? If you're having pain, please play with this question. It's really great. What awareness is this that you are unwilling to receive? Okay, so what else? What else is uncomfortable besides pain in your life? Um, how about being judged? Let's talk about this. Is judgment uncomfortable? for you is it really uncomfortable for you to be judged so here's a tool that you can ask anytime you're uncomfortable another one it's a tool from access and it goes like this it's a question who does this belong to every time you perceive discomfort is it really yours judgment is a really great example of this so how uncomfortable does it feel to be judged i mean truly when you're being judged what does that feel like in your body When you do something or when you say something that you know is uncomfortable for others to receive or to hear or to see, or when you be something that is uncomfortable for others, is it is that really out of your comfort zone? Are you really feeling uncomfortable? Or is this out of other people's comfort zone and you're perceiving their discomfort? So... Um, Really, what I'm trying to say is when you are being judged, and I don't know about you guys, but I can remember when I was a kid um, really perceiving judgment in my body. Like it was always a very physical sensation for me. I could feel the contraction in my body. So, you know, here I am being all of me, right? Imagine when you're a kid and you're exuberant and you're joyful and you're expressing yourself to the max. And then you can perceive other people's discomfort or other, are you, you, 
you perceive what you think is being judged, what we've labeled as being judged, and you perceive it in your body. Is it possible that you're actually really aware of other people's discomfort? You know, you're, when you're being all of you, is it possible that you're making other people uncomfortable and that you're just perceiving that and all that stuff you're feeling in your body is not yours? If we were willing to ask a question like, who does this belong to? Is this actually mine? How much could we change that? How much could we change this for kids? Um, I'd like to explore that a little bit um, after the break. Um, attack, attack. So just in the ch chat room, attack. The energy of attack. Um, I think we're talking about judgment. So yeah, feeling attacked in your body. What is that? What are you aware of? If you weren't owning that sensation, if you weren't making yourself wrong, because you know when when we're judged, we're we automatically go to, well, of course I'm being judged because of this. So if you think something is wrong with you and someone is judging you, or you're perceiving other people's judgments, so all the judgments that you have of yourself in your universe, you connect to those two things, right? Well, they're judging me because they must be looking at my big nose right now. So what if that none of that's true? Like what if the discomfort, the attack that you feel in your body is not none of that? What if it's your awareness of their discomfort with the brilliance that you're being? What if you're just aware of their discomfort? We do this thing. We connect like we connect things to all the things in our own lives, right? So somebody's judging me, and I have all these judgments in the back of my mind of myself. So I think, oh, I'm perceiving this attack. I'm perceiving this uncomfortable feeling. I'm perceiving this judgment. It must be because I have a big nose and I have small breasts and I have, you know, thick legs or you know it must be because they see how weird i am no those are your judgments of yourself and you're linking those two things what if you're just aware what if you're just aware of their discomfort what if that discomfort is not yours okay so let's go to break uh you're listening to messy adventures in living we're talking about celebrating discomfort don't go anywhere we'll be back with more do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't even think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert Katrina Fava every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 Central, 7 Mountain, and 6 Pacific on A2Zen.fm. How much more expansive would your life be if you were willing to get messy with your choices? What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. 
The BARS is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a BARS session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a BARS class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736. In the U.K., 033-0001-0625. Or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at PetrinaFava.com. Now, here's Petrina with more Messy Adventures. Welcome back to Messy Adventures in Living. I'm your host, Petrina Fava. We're talking about celebrating discomfort today. Um, so we left off still really talking a lot about discomfort in bodies, and I just wanted to, um, I wanted, we we're talking a lot about how much we judge um, judge discomfort or judge pain and I want to tell you a quick story um last last summer my daughter who was eight at the time broke her arm um she I was she broke her arm quite you know in three places broke her elbow like had to have pins put in the whole bit and I was not with her at the time I was driving home from work my husband was with the kids at the park and I was driving home from work and I was actually listening to something um, an audio from uh, Shannon O'Hara who's a facilitator of access consciousness and I was listening to this really cool uh, class um, about entities and um, nature spirits and I was driving home and I'm listening to this in my car and I was in such an amazing space, okay? I was, I was, I had such a sense of peace and such a sense of happiness and it was just, I was in such a great expanded place driving home from work. When I get a text from my husband, call me. And so I do and he tells me that, um, my daughter has a broken arm. And so I know I turn around, we meet at the hospital the whole bit. Um, you know, she's hospitalized overnight, blah, 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 blah. And then, for a long time after that, I kept asking myself, how did I miss that? Like, why did I miss? How could, How did I not have an awareness that something was wrong? Like, I was in such an amazing space in those moments, like when it happened. So while that was happening, I was in this incredibly expanded state. I was happy. I was listening to this amazing audio. I was just, oh, I had no... Like I, the thought I kept thinking was I had I didn't have an awareness that something was wrong. Like how did I miss that? You know, and then I was scared. It's like, well, how, how can I? I'm gonna keep. How am I ever gonna know if my kids are in trouble? Like I had no awareness of this. And then I started to realize that I was that was so wrong. It's not true that I didn't have an awareness that something was wrong. Not. Because nothing was wrong. Nothing was wrong. Yeah, she broke her arm. She broke her elbow. She broke it in three places. It was really uncomfortable. She was in pain. It was really uncomfortable for me as a parent to watch her. The whole situation was very uncomfortable, yes. But nothing was wrong. Right? 
I was like, why, why didn't I get the awareness that something was wrong so I could change it? Because maybe that whole thing of her breaking her arm was an enormous contribution to her and to me and to all of us. And you know what? It was. And I know that now. So, you know, where are you making yourself wrong? You know, maybe as a parent. But where are you making yourself wrong? Or where are you making certain experiences wrong? Like having a broken bone or having a certain illness when they actually are not. Um, so, you, you know, I, I mean, I, we're almost at the end of our show, but I just want to touch a little bit about discomfort and kids and like, you know, how much do we learn as small children that discomfort is something to be um, to be rescued from? How much do our parents rescue us from discomfort and rescue us from pain, not only physical pain, but all kinds of discomfort. Um, you know, I, I there are these things that my niece wears, they're like little knee pads. And um, they're like just little soft cloth knee pads. She's 18 months old. And, and there's just so that when she's learning to walk, when she falls down, she doesn't like scrape her knees. And she has them on like pretty much 24 seven, in, even inside. And so, you know, I look at that. And I think, how much, how much are our parents, like our parents are trying to provide us with comfort, but actually how much were our parents comforting themselves by comforting us, right? Um, how much are the knee pads there to comfort the parents instead of the child so that the parent doesn't worry because the parent is unwilling to be uncomfortable? So when you were a kid, how much were you aware of your parents' worry and how much were you aware of their need to comfort you, but actually it was their need to comfort themselves. And where did you own all of that? And was that the start of your avoidance of discomfort and therefore you're missing the gifts of it all? Um, I just, what have you made so vital about comfort that keeps you rejecting gifts of awareness? What have you made so vital about comfort that keeps you rejecting continually the gifts of your awareness? How much of your awareness have you labeled as discomfort? Um, so how can we change this? Like, how can we change this for kids? What kind of tools can we give them so that they can be a little bit more willing to embrace discomfort? Well, we can really check our own discomfort because kids are perceiving us. So checking in on our own discomforts and being willing to be uncomfortable ourselves. Okay, we're at the end of the show. I don't know how this happened. Thank you for joining us. Um, uh, see you next week on Messy Adventures in Living. Have fun being Thanks uncomfortable. Thanks for playing with us on Messy Adventures in Living. Katrina Fava will return next Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Mountain, and 6 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. We'd love to have you join us again. Until then, have fun creating your phenomenal life.